Welcome to another episode of Driven Minds, your host Franz Bowman. It's your co-host Travis Weeks. We have a dope, but truly lovely, uh, interesting, introspective, thoughtful uh, life coach and author of Britspiration.com, uh, Brittany Josefina. Hey everybody. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here, present with us in this space. Yeah. <laughs> I was happy to have you on because what you do is um, it's, it's very, very interesting to me, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like everybody is on their own personal pursuit. Yeah. And um, in that journey, you kind of have to like, you know, you have to get through a lot of those mental roadblocks, a lot of those emotional roadblocks, and it's tough. Mm-hmm. Most people don't get past those roadblocks, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And... Um, Looking at what you do, I see you've um, kind of discovered a formula to kind of getting around those roadblocks. So, mm-hmm. tell the people exactly um, more about what you do and you know what you represent. Absolutely. So, I have a company. It's called Britspiration, and my mission is to be like a catalyst of self actualization. Mm. Uh, my focus is split up to three sectors. So, the first would be self love. The second would be manifestation, and the last part would be creating a life of meaning on your own terms. Um, mm. I find that when I work with clients, and like especially the first session, they're telling me, oh my goodness, my life sucks. They're, like, they're giving me the rundown, but in the midst of it, I'm like, is it that your life sucks? Is it that you're you think you, your life sucks, and that's why you feel like your life sucks. In many ways, if you discover what a life of meaning looks like specifically to you, then you mm. realize, like, oh, I'm already living a life that I love right now, and it allows you to be present. So um, that's definitely like a big part of what I do. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So you said like um, three things. I want to like segment that and like go through it. So yeah. the first one was. All right, brain fart. Self-love. No, Self-love. 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 Like, how how does somebody express love for self? Well, first, for me, it's about knowing yourself. My self-love stemmed from me saying, this is who I am. You know, in many ways, you know who you are. Mm -hmm. The power of self is a huge thing of what I do. Because I always break it down like self is the inspiration. You go self-acceptance, self-accountability, self-respect, self, all these different things attached to self. I'm not going to wait for someone to tell me who I am. I'm going to tell myself who I am. Because I realized I, ha- I was, I've always known I wanted to be a life coach. Mm-hmm. Always. Really? I will, no, seriously. I can first start off saying from, at like a, young? from 11 years old, I said I wanted to be a therapist. Wow. So you was just in the cafeteria telling people that it's okay, there's no chocolate milk. Seriously. Yeah. That's what's up. And let me let me break it down a little bit more. Um, I'm the youngest. I have three older sisters, right? I'm yeah. the youngest. I'm 22 years old. Wow. Yes. Um, and wow. It, it's interesting. I feel like your purpose and what you're supposed to be doing aligns naturally with who you are. So I'm not trying to be anything. I'm just being who I am. And when I was younger, I noticed like people would come to me and ask for advice. My older sisters are asking for advice. And I'm like, it was just natural. So I was doing my thing. But when I look back, it's like, you're 17 years old. You're asking your 11-year-old sister. Okay. Wow. But, it's, but it started there for me. Um, yeah. Got 
That's gift. That's fire. Yeah. yeah that's, so that's I just want to like I'm I'm gonna <laughs> really take this opportunity because it's rare <laughs> to be able to speak to somebody who's present. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously. All right, so self love. We have these talks though. Like, yo, that's the thing. That's, me, that's the thing. Me and my brother, we actually have talks about like self actualization a lot. Yeah. Very much so. So this is gonna be very interesting. It's actually yeah. all we talk about. And let me let it's me so jump. In. Yeah, you know what? Let's, let's jump into it, right? Because right, self actualization right. is actually a scientific ster- a term. I just graduated from college, and my bachelor's is in psychology. So in psychology, thank you. Okay. <laughs> say we was at the Sizzler. Yeah, man. Um, so self-actualization, it's a pyramid. Mm-hmm. It's created by a, a psychologist many moons ago. Mm. Self-actualization is at the top. The bottom is physiological needs. So having a sh- shelter, having food in your stomach. Maslow. Yada, yada, yada. There you go. The next one is like human connection or something of that nature. And it's like having meaningful relationships, um, doing activities that matter to you. And then you have to go through each layer to get to self-actualization. You know what I'm saying? Like taking care of your health, that's self-love. The way you you, you train yourself how to think about yourself. And for me, I'm passionate about the power of belief, right? Because we have... Everything in our environment is informing us or telling us who we are. We have our parents telling us. We have our teachers telling us. We have TV, society, everything. And you have to question. When I work with my clients, I'm passionate. I love people. I love people. I see people. Mm. I remember, like, my either it was, like, a teacher or a professor asking me, like, oh, like, She's kind of scolding me for being positive and for being people-oriented. And, and like, the teacher said, like, um, I could never do what you do. Well, that not that the point? Mm. Aren't I supposed to be doing what I do, which is seeing people and helping people unite and realize who the heck they are? Well, that's, what, that's kind of the point I wanted to uh, come to is that um, so you, you said two things. So the latter being that self-actualization is a process from the outside in. Yeah. It we as Americans, we live in the first world, so our struggle is more internal, mental, because all of our physical needs are taken care of. Well, most yeah. of them. Yeah. Well, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't usually have to worry we're sleeping, yeah, what we we're gonna, we have options to what we yeah, wanna eat. Yeah. Water comes out. Exactly, yeah. entertain and all that cool stuff. True, true, but true. then, you know, it, it goes to something that's, I guess, like, um, tangible, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a spectrum of, of struggle, right? But what I wanted to ask, originally was self-love and ego Mm -hmm. like ego is 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 that an extension of self-love is that is that something that's healthy to have because it's important to like acknowledge self Mm -hmm. but ego is also equally important is it good or bad like where is that in relation to self-love i feel like it depends on your personal definition of ego Right, like however you're defining it. For me, loving yourself and celebrating yourself and saying like, me saying right now, can I curse? Yeah. I'm saying I'm the shit because I know who I am. Someone looking out, looking in, excuse me, might say that's ego, but it's not ego. It's just self-awareness. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, how are you defining ego? I guess, I feel like that's what matters. Because I, I feel like people... At least what I notice for some people, when I do life coaching, I work predominantly with entrepreneurs, artists, 
or people who are ready to create like a life of meaning, whatever that looks like for them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they have a difficult time saying like, oh no, I am good at such and such, but you are. That's not ego. I think we get afraid of saying who we are because it's like, I don't want to be egotistical, but it's like, no, take up space. Mm. Seriously, take up space. See, and, and that's something um, I've definitely um, dwelled on, right? I just finished this book called Ego is the Enemy called Ryan Holiday. And mm-hmm. I think it was like a really great book. It was almost like, um, listen, reading it was like a, yeah, so it was almost like reading it was like a, um, um, it was like a burden falling off in a way, right? Mm. Um but I do believe it's like a fine line between ego and that self-awareness. Because yeah. I think when, when ego, once you start slipping into that ego mind state, it's almost like um, you're doing things for not the actual benefit of your soul. Yeah. It's more like a benefit of trying to either impress people mm-hmm. or stun people. And there's nothing, there's nothing real, real from that. Like when you strip that down, you're not getting anything from that. Yeah. And only to like me, like really like taking a look at my life and what I want for Travis or what I want how I want to live the best life for me, I realize I can only really focus on what's real for me. You know yeah. what I mean? And, um, but how do you, question, how do you get over those insecurities? How do you get over whatever insecurities you have? Like people who are saying, like, you know, um, they may be good at something, but yeah. they don't want to say that out loud or, you know, they, they feel in the way about how, they, how do you look? How do you get over those insecurities if, you know, it's part of you? Um, and, and the world outside is judging you based off your insecurities. Yeah. So the first step is to be present to the fact that they exist, right? Just be acknowledging them. And from acknowledging them, digging a little bit deeper, like, where did this come from? Seriously, like, why was I taught to believe that I wasn't beautiful? Like, if, that, if that's an insecurity. And then take it a step. For me, like, I'm super scientific and like inquisitive and like I like to let my mind go to places because I'm very inquisitive right Mm. so take it a little bit deeper like why did they teach me that and who taught them to teach me that like pulling back the layers Um, from there start telling your asking yourself what is true for me when I I, when I work with clients um, I like to bring them back to childhood right before anything really told you who you were how were you naturally? Were you naturally extroverted or naturally introverted? What were your natural interests? Like, what did you want to be when, you're, when you were younger? That's, that's why it brings back to like my, my passion for like self and self-definition and creating your own self-philosophy because if you wanted to be uh, someone who goes into NASA and like takes off with the spaceships and whatnot, that tells you that you are analytical in your mindset, mm-hmm. right? So for me, especially in my journey, I've understood who I was, but then I've been through places where it's like people told me, like, you can't do that. Like, why are you so positive? Stop smiling. Blah, 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 blah. Right. And I had to, like, be like, after taking all that on, it's like, yo, what? I have to return back to myself and define myself to myself. And now I'm in a space where can be who I am and I have moments where I don't like myself but I love myself because mm. I know I matter you I can, no one can convince me I don't matter it's just like it's like impossible it's impossible and a part of self-love is loving yourself when it's difficult that's the truth that's like that's the real truth see and that's a lot of, a lot of people go through that like when they're going through hard times that's when it's hard because you end up blaming yourself yeah you know what I mean you end up saying like oh um 
you know, I'm brought this on to like you're like you're the only one that's going through hard times. Yeah. That's true. And also it's sometimes it's difficult, like sometimes it's um it's difficult to maintain your enthusiasm about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's just um like depression, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Depression. I was watching. It's interesting. Last night I was watching um, Neil Brennan's Three Mics, right? Mm-hmm. And he, it's 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 wonderful. Like, I definitely really, recommend really it. Yeah, it's hilarious. Okay. Um, but in in one of his in one of the segments, he was talking about how he suffers from depression. I, I'm I'm a person that's um you know prone to certain uh cloudy dispositions. Yeah. I'd say, um, and it's sometimes it's hard to. Even when you, even when good things are happening, it's like it's hard to like. For me personally, they kind of just wash over me. Like when good things happen, it's like, all right. But half of that is shit was supposed to been happen, and half of it was like, I'm not even paying attention to it because it doesn't even feel good. It just feels like, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, when bad things happen or things that you perceive as bad, it's kind of like you feel them in their entire weight or sometimes it's not even the entire weight. it's like the 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 um enormity of of what you think it is yeah. of how bad it think it is there was no question at the end of this <laughs> yeah. i was just um but, talking but what's interesting though is that most people who we bring in here because we bring in like a lot of driven people who you know got into a certain significant amount of uh, success and trailblazers they've always come to the same point that they they went through a deep depression <laughs> me <laughs> now, that's the question I want to yeah. ask you because you said you knew you wanted to be a life coach at 11 so like was there any like um, there wasn't no like life tragedy that changed your mind that made you just you know what I'm being positive from here on out or was it you just <laughs> knew who you are this was it like so Word. that's amazing from 11 that's yeah, pretty thank you. definitely <laughs> 11 i damn sure exactly my emotions was all over i here playing coco livio <laughs> on the on the playground oh <laughs> you my know goodness what I'm <laughs> like oh well for me like i, I have a naturally positive disposition mm. right and so like where's that come from me mm. like seriously just me just okay. being how i am are you a spiritual person i am Okay. Yeah, which started when I was 17. So it's not like, oh, I was okay. spiritual my whole life. It's just like, oh, my God. Yes, I love life. Like, right, I love right. engaging with people. Like, just the feeling of being, quote, unquote, positive is just mm-hmm. how well, it feels good to me. Mm. Um, so I, w- I would watch these interviews of people, like you said, saying that they had to go through a hard place. And I was, like, 17 or 18. I'm like, you know, I haven't really been through anything serious. Right, right. <laughs> I was like, but I'm still going to do like what I'm passionate about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, inevitable. my <laughs> child, exactly. Which is like, Oh, this is a part of life. Mm-hmm. But, um, I went through a series of changes. I'm still in like constant transition, uh, since like four years ago. Mm. Um, my family, had to move out of nowhere. Things were coming to the light that I didn't know because I'm a kid. Right. And this was during my senior year. Um, during that time, a lot of my friends had blogs. And I was like, oh, I want to get a blog too because my friends have blogs. Like, that's like, it's kind of like the cool thing to do. It's lit. It's lit, right? It's lit. So when I created my blog, it was called Mind of a Taurus because my birthday's April 20th. That makes me a Taurus or on the cusp. Bull. Yeah, and like along, so the Trav's tra- a Gemini. Okay. <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. I'm, what are you? I'm a Scorpio. Okay. I say that a lot. That's what. 
<laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. So, um, yeah, so the two interests I had when I was younger was psychology and astrology. Why? Because I wanted to have resources and definitions and, like, something to understand myself more, to, like, kind of more define myself because mm-hmm. I'm very complex. And when I started my blog, and it started strict with a, strictly with astrology, um, within two years, I have to say, within two years, I had 25,000 followers. Mm. Um, I started it during, a little bit before, like, all the shifts were happening in my family, and then it transformed into a spiritual blog, because I'm like, oh my God, what is going on in my life? And, like, I'm starting to, like, watch these... I was watch- that's when the own network started, honestly. Mm. When people ask me who inspired me, I say Oprah, and they're like, oh, everybody says that. I'm like, no, no, no. She practically saved my life. Mm. Um, because with the, the resources of the own network, I was watching all these spiritual leaders. Um, it was transforming the way I was thinking. And now I have this experience that is difficult that I'm going through, and I'm, I'm now applying these concepts that I've been studying since I was 11 years old. Um, Fast forward to, in 2015, I experienced not only depression, but not severe, but like considerable amount of anxiety. Mm. I've been there. Like, I was just like, what the hell is going on? Like, so much so that I didn't even realize I was anxious and depressed until like maybe a month later. And mind you, I'm studying psychology. I, I would think I would know that, but obviously not. During that time, the depression and anxiety came from feeling like, I want to live my truth. I want to do what I love. In blogging, my blog was anonymous, right? I, I just wanted to blog and express myself. And at that time, I had writings go viral, right? Some of my writings were on Russell Simmons page, Diddy, Rob Kardashian, like mad celebrities. And my friends were posting it, but it didn't have my name attached to it. Mm, that's crazy. You don't understand. You you literally have no idea what that feels like, which is why I love working with creatives, artists, entrepreneurs. Now, you have no idea what that feels like to go scrolling through your Instagram page, right, on your way to your next um, college course, and you see your stuff getting twenty thousand likes, but your name's not on there. Wow. During that time, life forced me to step in who I was. Right, so I'm like, ooh, I want to do life coaching. Oh, like, I was so casual. Oh, yeah, 20. How old were you at this time? Mm, 19, 20? 20, mm. 20, maybe 20. That's crazy. 1920, yeah. The lighting one. Yeah. And, like, a part of the thing that I had to battle was, like, I'm like, I know I want to do life coaching, but people saying, like, what? What experience Who are you? do you have to what be coaching life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't Phil. Seriously, I had a guidance counselor <laughs> tell me i was like oh yeah i want to be a therapist i want to actually i want to do life coaching she goes you're not going to make any money wow. i'm looking at this woman because i'm I think i'm sassy and i'm looking at her and i'm like okay i realize this is not about me because one you studied psychology two you're probably unhappy with where you're at so i'm not going to take that on but even then i was dealing with that sense of ages i'm like oh i'm too young to be doing this work so now in 2015 when life puts me in a position where it's like you either step you up claim it now, yeah. or you yeah. step up like there was that was the only way so i was like right. it was so heavy to deal with right, right oh my god it was so heavy to deal with but it made me realize now, like, life can be anxious. And that's why it's important to have coping skills. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, stress 
stress is not normal. Like, it's normalized in our society. It is heavily normalized. It makes you feel it like is. you're supposed to be going. Yeah. You're supposed and to child, stress to a degree. It don't work for me. Living in New York, man, oh like, you goodness. never really realize how stressed you are <laughs> until you see welcome to whatever state you're in. Like, Seriously, like you, 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 yo, you will literally, you will literally I go to Jersey. Like I remember, once a month, yo, one time I went to, oh man, I'm sorry. This is probably a stupid plug, but whatever. If you haven't been to South Jersey, <laughs> it is one of the most relaxing places on the face yo, of the planet. Just pull up to a Wawa. Shout out to Bollywood Z. Oh my God. Nah, but um, you, you, you're right. Like you stress is, is a part of life, but mm-hmm. The amount of duress that you're under from day to day, it's like not you, normal. it's not normal, and you don't even get a reprieve from it. Mm-mm. You know, like you, you're you're always going through this, so right. you're naturally tense. Like, and you'll see it. The, the, being a New Yorker, like oh my God, yeah. seeing people that come from elsewhere, especially from the <laughs> South, they're sweet oh and God. happy. So different. <laughs> you be like, yo, where you from? That's exactly. The <laughs> they're so spunky, and then like six months after, like, you know oh, what I'm saying. Man. And that's not even, and that's before the winter gets here. Yeah. But speaking of coping skills, like you, mm-hmm. you started to touch on an interesting point. You said that you work with a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of creative uh, individuals, and naturally, because you're a creative, you're you're under your own like mental stress on yourself to create something. What are some um, methods that that you recommend for individuals who are starting to feel that that anxiety of you know, being a creative and need to be able to, even though it's something that you can't just throw off your shoulders, like Mm. what are some coping methods that you recommend to people? Mm -hmm. I would definitely say separate your work from yourself. You do Mm. the work, but you're not the work. I think that's so key. I ain't gonna lie, yo. I've been trying to do that, but I'm sorry. No, absolutely. Like, and how do you do that, right? Especially if you're busy implementing a self-care practice or self-care routine, um, and it has to be customizable to you. So now I'm in a space where, like, my whole life is a ritual. And my whole life is relaxing in the sense that, like, all right, in the, in the time span that I have, cooking my meal, like, literally cooking food is relaxing for me. So what are, what are the activities that you can start doing on a daily basis intentionally, right? The, the most important thing is for you to be conscious, like, I'm doing this activity, and I'm going to be present, and it's going to support me in relaxing. relaxing. Mm-hmm. Taking a shower, like, mm. taking a shower, seriously, even, like, your face. You know how that is. It's just the best part of my day. <laughs> it's, it really, it it really is. is. I, I, you know, in the summer, I actually shower three times a day because mm-hmm. it's just the water just, oh my if God. you, the water on your scalp, yeah. it just feels amazing. I don't think we need the whole Seriously. experience, but thank you for having me. And you know what? I mean, you know, you are welcome to, uh, <laughs> to listen to some of this wisdom. You know what I'm saying? And look, I would say take it a step further, right? Because there's the mind is powerful, and you can use your mind to visualize. When, like, if you get in into the shower, you had a stressful day. Say, when I step into the shower, I'm cleansing off all the energy, all the yes. thoughts, all the things that was burdening me. Mm-hmm. It's going down the drain, and literally visualize that going down the drain. You'll mm-hmm. feel 100 percent better. Down to the products you put in your skin, like, you know, feeling like. Another component that I like to add is like having something tangible in your life that's growing. So for me, I got natural hair. So taking care of my hair, like twisting out my hair is how I relax. But then seeing it grow, I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm popping. Okay. Having a plant, <laughs> having a plant. What, what, what is growing in your life? What do you want to see grow over time? That helps too. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost my train of thought. So 
But I actually, um, that was great stuff. And <laughs> I have you. a question too, because yeah. I, um, I felt like this at times. Oh, getting sleep is important to you. True indeed. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree with that. Um, I felt like this at times. I've had friends, associates, colleagues that also felt like this and have confided in me about this. Yeah. There's individuals out here that are um, grinding and sometimes they feel like, yo, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Like, I'm not where um, at this age or at this phase of my life I should have this, 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 you this stop. going. You like, seriously. How do you battle that? How does one battle that? You know what I mean? Challenge it. Seriously, I'm, I'm a component of challenging the way you think. Like, even challenging myself, like, is that true? Why do you feel that way? Like, even, even taking it, taking it a little bit further for me, because I, I love to study. Study the people you admire. Where were they at when they were your age? Millionaires. <laughs> How do you, when people, for example, have that same thing that Travis was talking about yeah. and your idols, especially at that point in their life, had some significant success. Like, how do you remove you like yourself from that? Yeah. Because you feel like you you really sometimes feel super inadequate. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, I guess <laughs> I didn't consider that your idols would be young, too. Right. But look at like these success stories of all different kinds of people and understand your journey is your journey. Like, the more you allow yourself to, I believe in the power of choice, right? The more you allow yourself to continue to enforce and reinform and reaffirm those thoughts, you're limiting yourself. Another thing I believe in in allowing yourself to do is like feel the fear and do it anyways. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes I'm afraid, but I'm gonna take this action just to see what happens. Mm. You don't need to. You don't necessarily need to believe in yourself to take action. How about that? That's something to consider. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, inhibit and allow yourself to be explored, to explore. This is a part of the process. Like, you have to expand what you allow yourself to do. That That's really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Question. All right. So, what are th- two or three common um, alternative facts or or <laughs> or like um, lies that we've learned and been conditioned to accept about life and ourselves and ourselves. Like what are what are what are what are some large misconceptions in your? Because I'm, I'm sure in your line of work you come across individuals that like that say like, oh, I'm oh, supposed oh. to be here, or what have you? Like, what are some things that are common and and uh, I guess the uh, answers to those. Okay, the first one we already hit on, which is ageism. I'm too young to be doing or I'm too old to be doing it. Mm. No, just, just that's the first one. Um, two, um, the people ahead of me are better than Even me. Even if you want to be a rapper. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't Rick Ross, how old is he? Mm. He at least 50. Exactly. So challenge yourself, okay? And, and, <laughs> and if the representation, representation doesn't exist, you become it. You don't. Mm. You don't need an image to already have been created to be it. Keys. Everything that's been created before started as an idea. It didn't exist. It was an idea that was transformed and allowed to become tangible. Mm. Right? That's the first one. Um, the second thing I would say is the people who are quote-unquote ahead of you or like it is what it is. If they're ahead of you, it doesn't mean they have more skill than you. That's a misconception. That is a huge misconception. Sometimes so that the people ahead of you or have these authority 
authority doesn't have the skill that you have. You're actually better than them in skill set and talent, right? So that's, that's, that's the idea that because they're ahead of you in the skill means that they're better than you, that's wrong. And then the third one is, yo, you're supposed to be here. In this moment, you're supposed to be here. You matter. The fact that you exist and you're living and you're breathing is the only proof you need to validate that you matter and you have some, not, not just something to offer, but you are worthy. You are worth. You are power. You are light. You are importance. You are. You're here. You're life. There is only one you. Goodness, that's, that's incredible. There's only one you. Dang, you're so important. Dang, no one can show up and do, shoot, it could be 500 of us doing life coaching and everybody doing it in their own way. Trust and believe they need you doing it and they need you doing it in the way that you do it. You're necessary. You're, you're supposed to be here and I need you. I say this all the time like to people I run into, like I need you. I can't see my light. I can't recognize my light. Imagine being in a dark room, right? We're all candles. And I'm a candle, right? Or Yeah, I'm a candle. I'm burning, right? But it's only me shining my light. So I can only see, like, only so far ahead in the room and only so far of myself. But the more we have people just taking up space and saying, this is who I am and I matter and seeing their light, then I recognize myself more. Yo, that's an ill analogy. Indeed. Because I have to tell you, <laughs> on one deep. end of having, like, people tell me I couldn't do it, Oh my God, I had people tell me I could do it. They had, I had people come up to me. I had this one like student activities leader person in college come up to me and said, oh girl, you're important. You have, you have a lot of fire and purpose. You're gonna get somewhere. And just having someone literally say, I see you and what you do is important Word. <laughs> Yo, Jay Z had a bar like that. What was it, Trav? Like all I wanted to for somebody to tell me they felt me or yeah, all you know, I wanted to be with both of you or somebody to tell me that, that they, they felt me. me. Yeah, yeah, like that's important. That so question: How important is external acknowledgement? Like mm. we're, we're, because because here's the thing: like you could feel a way about yourself. Exactly, you could feel a way about yourself, but. Right. If people not feeling you, then like, where's that in the... what matters is not whether someone's feeling me or not, right? But just the intention that it's coming from. Because people, someone can come and see me like, oh my God, you're so amazing, Fonz. Like, but then it comes from an ill intention. That's true. And they hate mm. you really behind your back. <laughs> That's why I don't eat food at funerals, because that energy is bad on the food. It's sad. Yeah, what? You always heard that. <laughs> I'm sorry that came out of nowhere, but we just talk about energy. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. No, it's I'm good. random. I'm sorry. I love it. <laughs> but um Yeah. That's what what kind of books do you read? Like what mm. when you're when you're in your time and in addendum to that, how do you restore yourself? Like sometimes being a being a, a person who's a well of energy and the energy is abundant, it's radiant. You know what I'm saying? How do you because there's some individuals that are blessed to have that gift to be able to replenish others. But where do you go when you need replenishment? Mm -hmm. Is that yeah. A, yeah. Um, I spend a lot of time alone. 
solitude. Oh my like, god. I love being by myself sometimes. That was the mixiest person in the room that yeah. just, why don't we just give a clap <laughs> Yo, that I'll be, alternative <laughs> fact that he just spit. <laughs> Yo, I, well, it's part of my job to be congenial and to, you know, be out there networking and whatnot. That's part yeah. of what I do, right? Um, you know, judge the side. That's what we do. But mm-hmm. being my solitude, like being back in the store and when I'm in my... I really love those moments. Like mm-hmm. even like a couple hours of Netflix or oh, a couple oh hours of Breakfast Club interviews. I'm, yes. I'm good. Like, I'm in my bag. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. back to like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm, re- I'm like relating. I'm like I'm the hey, same way. I'm <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm so um, I spend a lot of time alone. Mm-hmm. When people when I tell people that they're like, okay, so are you staring at a wall? I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's maybe, but not all the time. Right, right. Um, how I like to de-stress is I like to watch a lot of interviews because, again, that's just me. Yeah, me Ooh, I love to listen to music. That's when creating comes into the process. Like, I'm a painter, so painting, mm. writing. I'm a writer, writing. Um, oh, and also just having people around me that, like, are there for me, like, Brittany Josephina the person and not Brittany Josephina the personality or or the business or none of that so important and even if it's just one person it's not about quantity it's about quality and the quality of those relationships Um, so that's the two most important things for me having my alone time and then having someone I can talk to outside of myself absolutely yeah yeah Mm. <laughs> so I see on your um your website you have these uh intuitive breakthrough sessions. Yeah. Can you um, talk more about that and what does that entail? Absolutely. So I realize like when people come to me, they're coming for a variety of reasons. I'm gonna need your number by the way. I'm gonna need you might need more, <laughs> of course. You know, breakthrough. Yeah, we mm-hmm. can set up an appointment. Absolutely. All of my sessions are personalized based on where you're at and what you either want to work on or learn to accept. Um, So those sessions are 60 minutes, and I prepare ahead of time. Um, They involve meditation. I I teach yoga. Ah. Yeah, I do. (laughs) I teach yoga, and I do guided meditations and guided visualization uh, practices, because I believe in balance, right? So the first section of our our sessions are normally like therapeutic conversation, let's get to the business, and then I like to end it in a state where you physically feel the feeling of relaxation. I think that's incredibly important. In a life that requires you to be active all the time, it feels good to be passive. Let me show up for you, and let's do this guided meditation and teach you these breathing patterns that you can use outside of the session to give you both types of experiences. And then I say intuitive because like, I'm very intuitive, and sometimes I'll prepare a session and it goes left field, but it works mm. because it's I'm showing up for you where you where you need to show up right now. That's crazy. Are yeah. you from New York? I'm from Long Island. Long Island, okay. Yeah. Nassau or Suffolk? Nassau. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Oh, Long Island people are uh, somewhat relaxed, you know. Okay. Even though you guys have higher property taxes, it's so weird. <laughs> Look, very true. What I'm trying to, the point I'm trying to drive home is, no, yeah, I, I will say that you're one person that the energy is just brimming for me. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. and it's interesting that you you had this wherewithal, you know, at such a um, early age. Mm-hmm. 
now that you're, I, I guess you're in that stage of transitioning and cultivating not not just the, um, the spiritual and energy side of it, but, you know, the marketing and financial side. What's that transition been like for you largely stepping into your uh, into your identity mm-hmm. digitally? And, and how has that been for you? Um, it's been fun. Mm-hmm. Um, last year was a really uh, great year for me financially. Awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was talking about. Secure that bag. <laughs> Secure that bag. You know what I'm saying? So what last year entailed for me was doing a lot of like workshops at universities. So um, I worked at Smith College. I worked at um, the New School. I worked at Queens College. Ooh. I worked at St. John's University. That's tremendous. Um, and then also collaborating with other organizations that align with the idea of like vision, like creating your vision and being young, creative, and doing stuff. So I've been able to generate an income. Oh, and also I, I put on healing spaces. I have, I have two this month and one in March. Um, nice. Yeah, it's it's incredible. Actually, I'm gonna invite you guys. But Black Girl Magic is an organization. Um, they started two years ago, one year ago, and they're having their first men's and women's event, and it's centered around love, but. That's besides the point. So I've been working with organizations. I've been doing my life coaching. Um, I've been putting on my healing spaces. And I'm still on the quest to figure out what's efficient, what's beneficial for my time. Mm. Um, because there's only so much time in the day and I need to take care of myself because I am my work. So when I'm good, my work's good. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So you on um driven minds and we like to you know ask all our guests this um we want to know what drives you what is that personal thing that keeps you moving that that motivating factor in your life to wake up every every day and be a blessing Mm. to others as well as yourself what what drives Brittany? honestly the first thing is being myself Hmm. seriously like do you feel like you've mastered that um, mastered in the sense of knowing the core of who I am, yeah. but now I'm in a space where it's like, okay, allowing new parts of me to emerge, right? So it's like, I don't know all of my stuff. It's just like, it's constantly evolving, but it just feels so good to be who I am. Um, that drives me. The second thing that drives me is people, like just seeing people and having this like, communication like this real human authentic communication mm-hmm. I'm not on in this world alone and I don't care to do this alone I love community um, those are the two things three just feeling good collectively like within self and like but also seeing people happy and present and like knowing that they matter it just, it does something to you. Like, you just, you see the light in someone when they, they realize that they matter. That drives the heck out of me. Like, right, right. it's everything. It's everything gotcha. to me. Mm. So Wait, hold on. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I'm going to let you. Yeah, yeah, just real quick. Um, So, you have great energy, right? But there's a lot of times you may come across people who don't have that energy. There's a lot of, you know, hating people. And, yeah. You know, um. I was gonna mention his name, but I won't. The forty fifth, you know, there's a lot of energy out here that 
it's hard to be, especially right now. Like mm-hmm. the energy, I don't want to say his name, but the, the, <laughs> I don't like saying his name. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. the energy out here is just really crazy. Yeah. Um, how do you deal when you when you when you have to you know deal with people because people who, who would destroy themselves then they got to go to a nine to five around people that's hating on them trying to bring them down mm-hmm. that's you know that's giving them a really uh, toxic environment. Mm-hmm. How do you bring good energy and sustain that energy around all that? Yeah. Um, well, if it's a toxic environment and you can leave, and it's important for me to emphasize it, like if you can remove yourself from that toxicity, um, if it's a relationship or something of yeah, that relationship, nature, so remove yourself. Or whether it's all the way, like cut it off, or do it in levels and layers. Um, two, I don't take it on. It's, it's just really, it's simple, but it's like if you are in a space and you're projecting, I'm not, I'm not taking that so on. So you could be around and not take that on. Um, I like to choose environments that don't, yeah, right. <laughs> that don't project it. But if it's there, then, and I have to be there, then what am I going to do? Be upset? No, I'm going to be present. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, <laughs> what's the question? I just got a passion. <laughs> Now you answered it. Actually. Yo, okay. That is that is fly. My uncle used to always say, "We can't both be upset." Yeah. So I'm gonna be here, and you are gonna be mad. <laughs> Hello. Shout out to your. Uncle. Shout out to my uncle. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Had the keys from and early. Then- <laughs> <laughs> he got the keys. <laughs> you got the keys. Oh yeah. And, you're, and yeah. understanding like that comes from a space of hurt. Yeah. Yo, I'm I'm really like personally working on my inner rage, man. Like, oh my god, I'll be able to work on because like I it's it's like I try not to give into it, but it's like all right. So I'll just I'll just just throw this out there, right? I'm the type of person that I'm caught in a constant conundrum. Okay, this is too small. Let it slide. But it's like when you let the small shit slide all the time. It compounds. It does, but uh, when you're... And then the whole time you just you vex. Okay. How do I deal with that? Yeah. Okay, so... There's a 30 <laughs> Yo, I got, I'm taking advantage. No, you know seriously. what I'm saying? Is this with a, this uh, non-billable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is this a space where you're in a considerable amount of time? Is it? Is Are you thinking of a person or a situation right now? No, just... just okay. I'm, I'm the type of person like... When, when it comes to discourse, mm-hmm. right? The Bible says, <laughs> don't let the sun go down on your wrath, right? Mm-hmm. So if something happens and I feel a way, personally, I'm like, maybe I'm wrong for feeling this way. But then I think to myself, I can't be wrong because that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. Then I go to the second realm of the process. Is this worth voicing? Mm-hmm. Like, is it worth even just putting in the air because when you put something in the air it's there you know what i'm saying exactly right okay so i go through that and most of the time i defer i'm like it's not even worth it so i'm gonna just put it to bed okay okay so let's stop there you said is it worth addressing you said oh no but then you said you put it to bed so did you really put it to bed obviously not so first is being present i believe in the power of calling someone out Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's a there's a way through which you can do it, especially like <laughs> this is a tip for anybody. But like when I have to have a difficult conversation, I'm just the kind of person I need to take notes. Like 
because I might come and be like, oh my God, I was so upset, and then I'll just lose it, right? So prepping, understanding why you feel the way you do, what are you trying to achieve with the conversation, um, but if it's in a case where you don't address it one-on-one with the person, address it within yourself. If you felt something, you felt something. You can't deny it. That's a part of being present. I'll be feeling uncomfortable. I've been feeling pretty uncomfortable lately. But I'm like... Not now, I hope. No, not at all. I feel Great. comfortable. <laughs> no, but that's a part of life, right? Mm. So I've been like really... It's funny that we're talking... We discussed pr- being present. I've been practicing being present in each moment. <laughs> Ooh, child. Feeling? So it's okay to be angry. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And how do you express it? You know what I'm saying? Black boy joy. Who started that? Um, <laughs> 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 Who started that? Yo? Where did that come from? Chase the rapper started that. Word, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black, Black boy, boy joy. Yeah, you gotta take a picture, smile, <laughs> after this episode. Yo, right? <laughs> we gotta get you happy. Sorry. <laughs> no. I feel like I feel like I feel like the quality through which you express your anger is also the quality through which you express your joy, and vice versa. They are not separate. They're on the same. They're in the same space. Mm. The point of it is expression, and the point of it ultimately is authenticity. Are you being authentic with yourself? Mm. Okay, I wasn't authentic with myself five minutes ago, but right now I'm gonna be authentic. So this is how it felt. Right, having that conversation with yourself, and once you have that conversation, if you really feel you you were disrespected, go talk about it. Because sometimes people do things right because you know how you exist in the world and you know how you feel, but other people don't know how you be feeling. No, and other people don't know what you've experienced in life and how they could have triggered you. Mm. That's the power of having that conversation. You're not in this world by yourself, and you can do it. You can have the conversation, and and. Who cares if when you're having this conversation, you're stumbling over your words, but you're going to feel good because you acknowledge what you were feeling and you acknowledge the situation. That's all you can do. You're not responsible for how someone responds to what you share. You're responsible from through which how you're expressing it and if you're in alignment and being true to yourself. It's that, 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 that. That's, that's the truth. That's dope. Travis, I want my now or later. <laughs> I from two years the ago, last time you <laughs> ate my uh my green now later and I'm not having that. <laughs> I feel good. Yeah. I feel you're, great. You're, you're very uh very wise beyond your years. I said that right, right? Thank you. Me? No, I said that right. We didn't hear it, but never mind. We wanna thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm like <laughs> no, no, I'm no. I think we should end this whole session like with a hug because I want to commend you guys I'm so inspired by your I want to say connection Mm. and how you guys bounce naturally off each other what you're creating here is very powerful and I know you guys feel it but I want you to to know someone outside of you sees it and recognize the value in it please don't stop it's so important. Thank you. I appreciate that. I was just cursing this guy out the other day. But that's my brother, man. So that's cool. But no, we honestly, we want to thank you. Yeah. We want to thank you for coming on board. You're um, welcome. You are very wise beyond your years. Um, your skin is popping. Yo, um, facts. And, um, thank you. Water. Water is, water is life. It I is. A lot. Um, we definitely hope you come back again. Yeah. Looking Thank forward you. to it. I'll Where be back. find you on the socials and websites? Oh, and my that? God. So, let's start with Instagram. It's Brittany Josephina, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y, Josephina, J-O-S-E-P-H-I-N-A. 
Twitter, Brittany Fina, so Brittany and then P-H-I-N-A. Um, and then my website, Britspiration.com. Thanks for having me. Go get that healing, y'all. Woohoo. Word. Stay driven. Stay driven. <laughs>